This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Financial Tech in the Guide Rock Capital Management Commentary, recorded on December 10th, 2013. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the Gallup campus here in Omaha, Nebraska, and we post the written commentary each week out at TheAverageGuy.tv. Financial Tech brings you the latest market commentary from the award-winning Andrew Hunt, CFP and president of Guide Rock Capital Management, located here on the campus in Omaha, Nebraska. And if you'd like to receive a free copy of the written commentary in advance, or if you have questions or comments for the show, we'd love to get those as well. You can send those to Andrew. His email address is just Andrew underscore Hunt at GuideRockCapital.com. Dot com, And we also have all the links to subcri- subscribe to this show, both the audio and video, out at TheAverageGuy.tv. Andrew, another great week. Welcome back. Good to be back, Jim. Well, if every piece of positive news was a pedal, then you might say that the American economy was in full bloom last week. Uh, moving into the holiday season, consumer confidence was at a five-month high. Early in the week, uh, manufacturing showed improvement. On Thursday, the U.S. Commerce Department unfurled the news. Uh, The American economy grew faster than expected during the third quarter of 2013. Then the next day, it was reported the unemployment rate was at the lowest level since 2008. Hourly earnings increased, as did the length of the work week. Participation in the workforce improved slightly, although it remains at historic lows. Uh, There are sound reasons to expect that America's resurgence will continue into 2014, according to The Economist, which we quote all the time on this show. Uh, It's a great publication. I encourage it. Uh, They reported America's progress was due in part to three things. Uh, Policymakers in the U.S. providing direct government support for failing companies and creating liquid capital markets that helped companies recover after the financial crisis. Uh, two, companies benefiting from an increase in domestic energy production. Uh, often the fuel comes from unconventional sources. And then three, American businesses leading the way in social media. They are expected to blaze the trail when finding ways to profit from big data and developing a sharing economy. There was good news in other parts of the world as well. Uh, A global trade agreement, the first major deal in 20 years, was reached that could simplify customs procedures and speed up the flow of goods across the world. CNN Money hailed it as the most significant multilateral trade pact since the World Trade Organization was founded. Uh, The agreement has the potential to reduce trade costs by as much as 15%, saving developing nations about $445 billion each year and boost the global economy. Well, despite the good economic news, the U.S. stock market slumped through Thursday of last week, largely uh, because of this nagging thing that investors have concerns over, uh, which is that the positive economic news was the Federal Reserve to end quantitative easing sooner rather than later. Those concerns seem to dissipate with the release of positive uh, employment numbers on Friday, and of course, markets surged higher to end the week. uh, uh, And actually, the S&P 500 end the week ended the week flat. Well, let's take a stroll down memory lane here, real fast. In a recent issue of The Economist, they pointed out that during March 2009, the prospects for American companies were pretty sketchy. Uh, Here's a great quote. 
quote, the Dow Jones Industrial Average closed below 6,627, a 53% decline from its all-time high less than two years earlier. The number of American firms in the Global 10 uh, by market capitalization was on its way down from six to three, and America's shares of the top 50 companies uh, fell from 50% to 40% once regarded even in communist China as the business model for the world, corporate America had lost its crown." End quote. Oh, the difference just a few years can make. According uh, to a November 2013 article on Economist.com, if we look ahead to 2014, American firms are expected to comprise the majority of the global top 10 when measured by market value and make up almost two-thirds of the top 50 companies in the world. It's not all that, it's not all that surprising when you consider the fact, uh, as a headline in Forbes announced, corporate profits are at an all-time record peak, making almost 70% of U.S. gross domestic product. That may have something to do with the way Americans are spending their money. Citing an expert from Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, Barron's reported, quote, U.S. import growth has shrunk from 11% to less than 1% between 2010 and 2013. While job growth has uh, repaired from a negative 1.7 to 1.6, domestically produced energy now accounts for 87% of what we consume, up from 70% five years ago, and the share of vehicles sold here that are manufactured stateside have risen from 63% to 73%. We're also spending more on domestic goods and services. Nearly 40,000 Americans turn 65 every week, and aging boomers tend to steer more of their disposable income towards services like medical care, accommodation, and recreation that are typically made in America." End quote. Perhaps what Alex de Tocqueville, French historian and political thinker, said about America still holds true. Quote, the greatness of America lies not in being more enlightened than any other nation, but rather her ability to repair her faults. And here's the quote for the week. This is from Harry S. Truman, the, the American president. It says, when even one American who has done nothing wrong is forced by fear to shut his mind and close his mouth, then all Americans are in peril. Love that quote that we do every week. Andrew, I want to go back to one of your first points uh, up top and, and ask you this question. Is the United States, even though our economy is seemingly back, are we still, is it still underpinned by a lot of support by, from the U.S. government, especially from the Federal Reserve, pushing money into the economy through this quantitative easing? We have talked about that a ton in the past. So while it's doing well, are we still getting support from our parents? I mean, is, you know, is it that kind of scenario? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, I, I would liken it to uh, the kid making $100,000 a year and living in mom and dad's basement. Um, that's kind of where we're at right now, a little bit of failure to launch. And um, I, I really think that it's about time for mom and dad to tell us to go get our own place. Um, you know, the, the news just came out today that General Motors, or yesterday rather, that General Motors uh, is no longer... Government Motors, uh, the government has sold off its last bit of stock in the company, um, so General Motors is back on its feet. And of course, that was a huge moment for the TARP effort, if you guys remember that, back 2009, 2010 was when the government came in and really propped up GM, which is a big, you know, iconic American brand. 
And I think that's further proof that uh, things are back on the road to recovery. Now, are we there? Absolutely not. Unemployment is still way too high. Uh, interest rates are very, very low. Uh, inflation is very, very low. Um, signs of a healthy economy are, are unemployment at 5%, inflation at about 2% per year. Um, and, and we're not seeing that yet. So we're not fully back, but um, I think it is, uh, it is time for, for the kids to get out of the basement and, uh, and take a little risk. Very good. And then, as we get to the end of the year, I've been asking you some tips that folks can, kinda, you know, what the things that you normally do at the end of the year, kind of stuff. And we talked about taxes a couple weeks ago. Any anything, any popular topics that you're talking to with your uh, with your clients about as far as end of the year stuff? Yeah, no, you know, this is a great time of year uh, to do some giving. I think uh, the end of the year is always kind of on our mind, and so uh, of course you know you can get a tax deduction if you give to a qualified 501c3. And so uh, in these last two weeks of the year, three weeks of the year, you might consider, hey, maybe I make a gift in excess of my normal contributions, uh, whether that be your church or a charity that you really feel uh, feel strongly about. And that's going to really help your year-end tax situation. And it turns out it also does a little good for the people around you. And if that's going to be sizable, do you, you kind of recommend talking to a professional about that before you give it? Because there's a lot of ways to do it and, oh, yeah. get, right, and get max tax benefits out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you're going to do a large gift and if you're trying to decide, hey, should I give securities or, or should I give cash or should I give art, uh, I would strongly recommend talking to a professional uh, like, like Guide Rock or, or, or somebody you trust um, to help you walk through the different impacts of the, of the way you make that gift. Very good. Well, and I'll just remind you that Andrew is always available to answer those kinds of questions as well. If you want a conversation like that, send him an email, Andrew underscore Hunt at guiderockcapital.com. He's great to answer questions. I just, for me, it's a real privilege. I get to walk down the hall and turn left, and there your office is, and I can ask you a question day or night, but Andrew's available for that. If you are new to podcasting, we also recommend an easy way to listen each week. You might want to consider using Stitcher available in any browser, as well as both Android and iPhone platforms. Now available in most new cars, I shouldn't say most, but some new cars that are coming out. It's a great way to listen to podcasts both at home and on the road. This show and all the past shows are all on Stitcher, stitcher.com, search financial tech. It is education for your ears. If you don't want to do it that way, we also have all the links available to download and stream and watch this uh, podcast every single week out at theaverageguy.tv. Be sure to visit Guide Rock Capital. That is uh, guiderockcapital.com. Follow Andrew on Twitter. He's just Andrew D. Hunt. And get all the show notes to this show out at theaverageguy.tv. Now, Andrew and I say thanks for listening, and we'll catch up with you next week. And remember, be smart about your investing. GuideRock Capital Management, Inc., or GuideRock, is a registered investment advisor that is registered with the state of Nebraska and located in Omaha, Nebraska. GuideRock and its representatives are in compliance with the current registration requirements imposed upon investment advisors in the states in which they maintain clients. GuideRock may only transact business in those states in which it is registered or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. Important information describing GuideRock's business operations, services, and fees can be viewed on the SEC's website at www.advisorinfo.sec.gov. GuideRock will provide Form ADV Part 2, which serves as the firm's disclosure document to all clients. Copies of Form ADV Part 2 are also available to interested parties upon request. 
All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No current or prospective clients should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product made reference to directly or indirectly on this video, website, or indirectly via hyperlink or any affiliated third-party website will be profitable or equal to past performance levels.